This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the grace to sleep and to wake up. Lord, as we go into your word, speak unto us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Judges. So last week, we, we were looking at um, the word of the Lord on the topic faith and work. Faith and work. And our case study was the man called Gideon. So Gideon, we've looked at a couple of examples of this. We've looked at Abraham. We've looked at um, um, uh, the, the, the Harlot, Rahab. And we've looked at um, the children of Israelite crossing the Red Sea and so on. And so we are going to look at um, the life of Gideon. Turn your Bible with me to Judges chapter 6, verse 17. Judges chapter, chapter 6, verse 17. I read from here. And he said unto me, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee and bring forth my present, and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come again. And Gideon went in and made ready a kid and unleavened cakes of an ephah of flour and the flesh he put in a basket. And he put the broth in a basket and brought it out unto him under the oak and presented it. God bless you. You may meet your devices now. Verse 20. And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes and lay them upon this rock and pour out the broth and it did so. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand, and took the flesh and the unleavened cake, and there arose a fire out of the rock, and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cake. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of the sack. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an, there an altar unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day it is yet in Ophrah uh, of the Abyssal. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the seven bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that, are, that, that thy father had, and cut down the groove that is by it, and build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of this rock. In the other place, and take the second bullock, and offer a bond sacrifice with the wood of the groove, which thou shalt cut down. Verse 27, then Gideon, took 10 men of his servant and did as the Lord had said unto him. And so it was because he feared his father's household 
and the men of the city that he could not do it by day that he did it by night. Now, verse 28, and when the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was cast down and the groves was cut down that was by it. And the second bullock was offered upon the altar that was built. And they said one to another, who had done these things? And they said, and when they, and when they inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Verse 30, the last verse. Then the men of the city said unto Joash, Bring out thy son that he may die, because he has cut down, cast down the altar of Baal, and because he had cut down the grove that was by it. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. Amen. Now, brethren, we understand that faith is not enough to see God's promises for our life delivered. Faith alone, without work, is dead, as we learn in the book of James, chapter 2, when we began this series. So, we understand that if a man claims that he has faith, if a woman claims that she has faith, there must be a walk to match it. And so faith is not enough to deliver God's promises for our life alone. We must back it up with work. So then when you combine both forces, faith and work are forces. When they are combined together, then you are able to conquer mountain. You are able to overcome challenges. You are able to break limits and boundaries in your lifetime. What perhaps even your parent or anyone could not have imagined that you could achieve. You could get that done if you combine the forces of faith and work. Now, a good example, so faith and work pushes us beyond our limit. Many of us, we love our comfort zone. But again, I could perceive the Lord saying, well, you have been on this comfort zone for, a long, for too long. You need to take a step of faith. Maybe a good example. When you came into the land and you had aspiration of buying your own home, and then, uh, but you were also told of a certain amount that will be required called down payment. Well, you say, ah, where do I get that kind of money from? Well, you start from where you are. Start saving from where you are, little by little. And somehow, in a couple of months, year, it will turn to be something great. So, if, you, or if all you are doing is just wishing, oh, I wish we have our own house. Oh, I wish we have this. Wish will not deliver it. You need to take the practical step to make that happen. Now, as we see in the case of Gideon, Gideon was nobody. Nobody knew anything about Gideon until the sudden visit from the Lord. And that's why I'm convinced that the sudden visit from the Lord that you're going to enjoy today in this revival hour will be such that will put your name on global platform for the Lord in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now, 
So Gideon, we look at the first part of his, uh, you know, of this exploit. The angel appeared to him and told him, well, you're a mighty man of valor in verse 12, but there's an assignment for you. I want you to unmute your device and tell your neighbor there's an assignment for you. 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 You need faith and work. You need faith and work. Get that assignment done. Get that assignment done. Say it three more times. Say there's an assignment for you. You need faith and work to get the assignment done. Work to get the assignment done. Say it to the second time. Say there's an assignment for you. There is an assignment for you. You need faith and work to get it done. And for the last time, say there is an assignment for you. You need faith and work to get it done. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, or maybe as a student, people have told you how difficult the course can be, how the professor can be very strict with marks, how nobody can get A, not even talk about A plus. And then that is a challenge. How then do you overcome it? First, believe that the Lord with God, nothing is impossible. And then get to work. Start doing the studies that you can. Start doing the researches that you can. As you combine all of these with prayer, with the hand of God, the professor himself will find out that there's somebody who scored A plus, and that will be you. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, brethren, in essence, so looking at the life of Gideon, let's look at some practical things that he did that qualifies him to obtain God's promises for his life. Now, as we again, as we see in the life of Gideon, Gideon by faith and with work, he was able to offer sacrifice unto the Lord. In fact, if you continue his story, there is still more to his, to his story. Gideon offered more than one sacrifices. He built two altars unto the Lord. These are steps of faith. I mean, imagine a strange man just appeared to you. Let's say you are driving. You, you appear, you know, you go to the mall. And as you are about to enter your car, a man stands beside your car and begin to tell you some things that are, you know that they are real. They are like when Jesus approached that woman at the well. And then you now told the man, okay, if all of this thing you are saying is true, can I quickly run back into Superstore? and buy this and buy this and give you the bread and the milk so that you can eat. And he said, no problem, go and buy it. I'll be here waiting for you. And you went, maybe you spent 30 minutes an hour and he's still there. And when you get there, you say, this is the bread, say, put it down. And as you put it down, he put something, he put his stuff on it and fire rose over and the man disappeared. So it takes faith and work to work with God. You need to believe him Believe his promises for your life. So you offer sacrifices. So it is faith and work that will prompt you to offer the sacrifice that will bring about your turnaround in life. Things will not just turn by its own. You, there, must, there must be a price you have paid. That is the work. So he offers sacrifice. He offered the best sacrifice. So your faith should prompt you to offer the best to God. 
not remnant. Also, we could also see that Gideon destroyed the idols of his father's house. Brethren, there are two kinds of enemies, mainly. There is the internal enemy and there is the external enemy. Both enemies are conquerable if you put your faith and walk, if you combine them together. Now, for Gideon, God wanted to use him mightily, but there was a problem that God noticed in his life. What was the main problem? In his very own house, there is idolatry. And so God gave him an instruction in verse 25. And it came to pass that in the same night that the Lord said unto him, take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullocks of seven years old, and throw down the altar of bay that are that thy father had, and call down the grove that is that is that is by it. Now, brethren, in your own life, one of the things that cripples your faith is when you are when there's an internal enemy within your own life or in your family. You have to deal with them first. You have to clear them out of the way. And that's why many of the battles that many of us you know, faces, they are not external, they are internal. And so, but you need faith and war. And again, the spirit of the Lord coming upon you, like we saw in the case of Gideon, then you see yourself overcoming them. When you overcome the internal enemy, it's easier than to overcome the one outside. I pray for you anything that represents idolatry in your life, in your family. This morning, the Lord will distress those uh, forces of darkness in Jesus' name. Now, faith and work also of Gideon, we notice that he raised an army. I mean, this was uh, nobody. Maybe as you are now, maybe you're doing whatever job you are doing now and there are whatever amount is coming in. But the Lord is telling you, maybe the Lord visited you last night or today is going to visit you. And say, well, despite all this, do you know you are going to build a multi-billion dollars uh, company? Amen. Yeah. Uh, you say, uh, how shall that be? Faith and work. Faith makes you to believe in God, then start doing the work, the instruction that the Holy Spirit will give you. And that is where your victory lies. Now, also, he obeyed the law by reducing the number of armies and so on. He obeyed the law by reducing the number of armies. He gathered army together, 32,000 of them, and then they went to war. I mean, they're about to go to war, but God interrupted and said, see, I don't want Israel to say that it was by their strength they overcame. God said, go and reduce the number of armies. It takes faith and work to obtain the promises of God. Now, I want you to know that God ordained our life as individuals, family, as a church, to bring deliverance to the people. Anytime you see God anointing a man, a woman, a child, a family, giving them grace, giving them special ability to do something. 
it is for one purpose to bring glory to his name and in bringing glory to his name souls are saved in bringing glory to his name people are liberated somebody asked me a few days ago she said as uh, how am i doing i said i'm doing very well we're asking now is the work of the Lord. I say, well, the Lord is the one doing his work. We are just following him. We are just following him. So faith and work. But if I say, okay, well, it's the, it's the Lord that's doing his work and I just fold my hand, nothing will be done. So there is a work that is required of you and I. And what I notice is that more anointing, more unction is released upon our life when we engage in the work. Most of the things that we notice in the life of Gideon, this where Gideon never knew those things could happen, but the moment he started believing God, then he began to see the victory. I pray for you this morning, victory is your portion in Jesus' name. So quickly, I want you to note this down as we get ready to pray. The enemies of faith and work, number one, is unbelief. Do not allow unbelief to cripple the faith in you and to hinder you from doing the work. Mm, well, if I go out for evangelism, what do I what what mean? What do I know to have to say? I'm not a pastor. I don't even know. I'm not even a Sunday school teacher like brothers and I say, no, I don't know the Bible enough. No, you don't need to know all the Bible to preach to somebody. Share your own testimony with them. That may not necessarily require you quoting. Quoting the Bible is good. At least one verse is good. So doubt, unbelief. When you doubt the promises of God, they become enemy to your progress in life. So doubt, you need to go to the Lord in place of prayer and say, Lord, the spirit of doubt, rescue me from it, deliver me. Now you are going to pray. We are going to make that our prayer. You are going to say, mighty God, deliver me from the spirit of doubt. I'd like you to unmute your devices this morning, even as we pray, Father, Deliver me from the spirit of doubt and unbelief in the name of Jesus. Deliver me from the spirit of doubt and unbelief. The Bible made us to understand that any the man who doubts is unstable. They have a double mind. 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 He said they are stable in all their ways. Say, Lord, deliver me from the spirit of doubt. Deliver me from the spirit of doubt and unbelief. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is nothing too hard for you to do. Nike Bakadi Gelo Pesunati Alege. Ninko Tegetengo Lishetago Libradi Yapashen Adele. Engushika Nene Kotande Katu Libreta. Lord, deliver me from the spirit of doubt and unbelief. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. The second point is what hinders faith and work is fear. Fear, when a man allows doubt in his heart, and that's why you must believe the word of God. Believe that God is with you. 
If it is the Lord that has given you the assignment, he will see to it that you finish well. So believe that the Lord is with you. Don't doubt his promises. Every step he asks you to take, take them. When I was believing God for job, and after praising God, and the Lord told me, well, now you have praised me. The next thing is go and get ready. Uh, go and sh shower and then take a bus to the school. Specific instruction. The enemy could say, well, are you sure you get that job? Well, I didn't listen to the devil. I printed my resume. He said, take bus 160. Then it was 162. I don't know whether that is still in operation now, but I did. He told me the street to highlight in downtown. He told me the building to enter. Though I, I, I told him, you know, I've, uh, that building, I've, I've applied to them before. They said, go and enter. I entered. They said, this is the wrong building. I went to another building that he instructed me. Long story short, it was Thursday. And I began that same work the following Monday. Faith. Mm -hmm. Faith and work. Faith and work. So fear. Do not allow fear to cripple you. If the Lord is asking you, oh, there's another company I've ordained for you now to go and walk, take the step. Maybe there's a skill you need to acquire. Maybe you need to call their HR. Whatever thing they ask you to do, for as long as God leading you, take the step. It is time for a change of level. It is time for you to ascend to higher ground that God has ordained for you. You need faith and walk. So, Destroy that counsel of fear. So you are going to say, Father, uproot the seed of fear in my life. Open, open your mouth and make that your prayer. In the name of Jesus. Unmute your devices and pray. Say, Father, uproot the seed of fear out of my life. Uproot the seed of fear. Fear is a major obstacle. Say, Lord, as I'm going out in this week, uproot the seed of fear, 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 say, Father, uproot the seed of fear in me, uproot it, uproot it in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Number three, the greatest enemies of faith and work in your life are the people around you. Yes, the people around you can also become your enemy, the enemy of your faith and work. What does that mean? You see, the way God works is, is just mysterious. Nobody believed his family, Jesus Christ. They did not believe him. At a point, they say, is this not the carpenter? In fact, they say, they say we know his brother and his sister. Are they not with us? So what is all this miracle he's talking about? We know how he grew up in the community. We know his father. Is it not Joseph? That man that uh, is a carpenter. And then that. We know him. Uh, is it not Mary? We know the mother too. So as all of a sudden, this young boy will write. We know when he was born and dedicated. They tell you the history of your life. They tell you that they know when you were born. They even tell you they were older than yeah, a lot of things. 
don't listen to them. If you listen to them, it hinders you from fulfilling God's plan for your life. So the people around you can become an obstacle. Most especially the people that are very close to you. You know why? Because you see, when you are close to people, let's say your family, you grew up together, your brothers and sisters, you have been eating together, you know how you slept in one room together and all of the things you have been through. So it's like you know each other, you know yourself, behavior-wise, everything. And you now tell them, say, now nah, I believe in the Lord Jesus and the Lord is saying, uh, I should go and establish a school. Uh, well, they, they tell you, they, uh, you, you don't know what you are talking about. The people around you can become an obstacle. So you are going to pray. Now, to overcome that, you need determination. You need to focus on the Lord. And you need the spirit of the Lord at work in you. So you are going to pray and say, Father, keep me from distraction. Keep me from discouragement. Keep me focused and determined on your promises for my life. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Faith will, will change your story, will turn your heart around. It will turn your life around. Cry to God this morning. I reject distraction. I reject loss of focus. In the name of Jesus, any words of discouragement that may hinder me from acting on faith, on my faith, on taking the step of faith and walk this morning, the Lord of who silence you. You demonic, in, in, you demonic spirit, the Lord of hosts rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Brethren, are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Say, Father, as I go out in this way, in the name of I reject negative world or mute your devices and pray. I reject negative world. I reject words of discouragement. In the name of Jesus, I will not be hindered. I will not be hindered. I will not be hindered. My faith will not be crippled. 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 Father, as I go out this morning, I'll possess all my possessions. In Jesus' name, we are friends. And finally, you are going to pray. Gideon fulfilled God's plan for his life. You will fulfill God's plan for your life. Divine help. We cannot have the place of divine help. When a man lacks divine help, and I mean help from above, then your faith and work will produce nothing. So you still need the intervention of God. So you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, as I set out today, send help to me divinely. Open your mouth and make that your prayer in the name of Jesus. Lord, as I set out for today, in this month, in this way, Father, Lord, send help to me and to my household. Send help to my family. Send help to all your children. 
Send help as you help Gideon. You will help us. In the name of Jesus, you will help us. You will help us. You will help us. You will help us. Help all your children. Help all your children. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now I begin to ask the Lord, what do you want the Lord to do for you? What do you want him to do? Are you here this morning? You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know there's a great destiny ahead of you. But then the enemy also is also planning to hinder you from that destiny. But coming to Jesus will save you and deliver you from that, from the plans of the enemy. So you are here this morning. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus. I come to you today, a sinner. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. Cleanse me from every sin. Cleanse me from every fear. Deliver me from the bondage of the enemy. Lose the power of sin over my life. Deliver me from it. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Lord Jesus, keep me to the end. Father, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Be merciful unto them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. All your prayers are answered in Jesus' name. Father, I commit all your sons and daughters, all that they have asked of you this morning, turn them to testimony. Every negative word that is fighting them from the pit of hell, this morning the blood of Jesus erased them. You will not be discouraged. You will keep moving on until you fulfill God's plan for your life. The faith, your, the Lord will build your faith. In the name of Jesus, the courage you need to switch into work. Receive that courage in the name of Jesus. Every step of faith that you need to take today to see to the actualization of God's plan for your life. This morning, receive that grace in the name of Jesus. As the Lord gave victory unto Gideon, the Lord will give you victory. You are victorious already in the name of Jesus. Every internal enemy that is waging war against God's plan for your life, the Lord of hosts frustrate their counsel. The Lord of hosts expose them in the name of Jesus. Every external enemy like the Midian, in the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts defeats them. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Every step of faith that you need to take for your life to change and for you to fulfill God's plan, to win souls, to draw souls to the kingdom of God, receive the grace to do them in Jesus' name. All your heart desire, are you going for doctor's appointment? It will be good news. Are you going for medical checkup? It will be good news. Are you going for job interview? It will be good news. In the name of Jesus, are you believing God for favor, for scholarship? Open door, it will be good news. In the name of Jesus, when next we gather, it shall be good news. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.